Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. I'm your host, Catherine O'Leary, and I am here with the mastermind guy, not not a mastermind guy, not one of mastermind guys, but the mastermind guy. And I can say this because um, I work with the mastermind guy with a mastermind. So um, everyone, I'm, I'm happy to have Jay Fairbrother on with us today. Jay and I met uh, through um, lead through um, JVIC, so J- Joint Ventures Insider Circle. Uh, and we have traveled a few times. We've been um, at JVX and, and other places, but the latest place we were at was actually Mastermind of Millions, where we decided that we would uh, capitalize on some of the uh, conversations and on Jay's um, extraordinary talents around creating masterminds. Um, And while everyone runs around and says that it is um, super easy to do, and all of a sudden you're going to have $300,000 into your business, you know that I'm going to call BS on that because nothing is necessarily that easy. I'm not saying that it's hard. I'm saying that it does require some strategy and some background um, and some facilitation um, as well. So Jay's on uh, today to help us kind of go through that. So Jay, welcome to the show. Hi, Catherine. Thrilled (laughs) to be here. Thrilled to be working on a mastermind with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how that kind of came about because that that was an interesting way that that we kind of came to this this realization that a mastermind was needed. And this is, it it was very organic, I think, if, if you agree. Yeah, so what we're creating is what's called a peer mastermind. And um, the difference is that we're not creating this necessarily as a um, you know six-figure income generator for each of us in our businesses. We're creating this for our own benefit and for the benefit of the peers that we're inviting into this group on a very hand-selected basis. Um, to create a mastermind where as a group, we grow, support each other, collaborate, have each other's back, develop really deep, strong relationships and, you know, get all that mastermind magic that, um, that it can be difficult to achieve. Uh, You know, a lot of people think you can just kind of throw it, as you mentioned, you can just kind of throw together a mastermind um, and and it's not rocket science. How hard can it be? Um, But uh, you know, trust me, in my 25 years of uh, being in them and running them, I've seen a lot of masterminds fall apart. Yeah, and and I think, um, so there are different 
types of masterminds. And there are, you know, what Jay and I are creating, which is a peer mastermind, which is, was really about how do we collect like-minded and like in the journey, in the business journey, people that were in the same situation that are looking to get to that next level. And there's nothing really around in, in terms of, you know, we didn't want another course. We didn't want another, um, you know, another coach necessarily. It was about implementation and execution and holding each other accountable to that and helping each other go through that. So we're creating it, but we're creating it in a way that is very strategic. Like, you know, each seat at, at the mastermind is for, you know, we have a podcast expert, we have a marketing website expert, we have, um, you know, lead generation expert, we have the mastermind guy, you know, a Facebook, you know, guru. So we put these, these people in the place so that we could elevate each other, not to say that you can't have a mastermind that is directly, you know, six, seven figures for your, for your business. That's just a different, a different type of mastermind. And that's my main focus is yeah. working with coaches, speakers, experts, course creators, healers to create a mastermind as a high ticket recurring revenue, high impact program for your most raving fans. So it's taking your tribe and leveraging the the people who are your most loyal uh, supporters, giving them an opportunity to go to another level with you as the guru led as a, in a guru led mastermind. And so the difference between what we were just talking about as a peer mastermind, which isn't designed as an as an income generator. Um, al although there is a cost to participate in the one we're creating, and, and I can circle back to why that is in a second, but on the guru-led mastermind, the idea is, um, so so here, here's how I talk about it often. If you are coach, healer, expert, and you have a $1,500 course, or you have a $1,500 coaching package of one-on-one -on -one, uh, sessions, you need 67 clients to reach six figures. The amount of work, effort, costs that goes into getting 67 clients, you, often you end up with very little profit from that six figures after you, you know, pay JV partners and affiliates and, you know, or pay, you know, use Facebook ads or, or that kind of thing to get that many people, right, mm -hmm. over the course of a year. Whereas if you find nine people, who know, love, and trust you. Not know, like, and trust you, but know, love, and trust you. And they are willing to pay you $1,000 a month as their mentor, guru, leader, to be in a mastermind. You've just created six figures in revenue for your business that is mostly profit. Because compared to how difficult it is to find nine people versus 67 people, it's a big difference and it doesn't take a huge amount of time to run and implement, right? So there's back to the leverage. You know, the reason many of us get stuck in our businesses is because we run out of time because we're working one-on-one -on -one clients or small groups or that kind of thing or, or lower end group programs. So this really is one of the best ways to, to leverage your expertise. I love, I, there's so many that so many nuggets that you just, <laughs> that you just uh, imparted there, but 
I mean, think about that, folks, like like nine people versus 67. But the trick is, is that or not trick, but it, it's the, the people that are your ideal clients times like 100. Like they are, they're people that you want to hang out with, you know, for, you know, a year. Um, they are the people that are the cream of the crop of your ideal clients, right? So this is coming from your list. People have gone through maybe the $1,500 program, have gone through a few of your programs or, you know, are looking for, you know, the, the special sauce that you are delivering that, you know, they, they can't get anywhere else. So, but that, you know, that, that guru's type of conversation as far as I know, is that it's not necessarily course creation, correct? Yeah, so um, it's a good question. So I don't believe that there's any one way, only one way to create and run a mastermind. And I think, you know, what I try to teach in my programs is that you need to find the unique formula that works best for you. And what I mean by that is that a high-end mastermind in the true mastermind concept as in the Napoleon Hill sort of concept, the mastermind that in today's world looks like eight to 14 people is sort of the magic numbers so that you can have meetings that are 90 minutes to three hours long, but everybody gets a voice at each meeting. So it's not like a group coaching program where, you know, pretty much people just show up and pray to your altar as the guru and there's some Q and a, and, you know, and a lot of people will call that a mastermind, but it's, you know, a true mastermind is that sort of smaller core group that stays together, grows together. I mean, I was in a mastermind like that for 17 years. And so the, in that smaller group mastermind, the key is creating that group brain, that collaboration brain trust, where you're taking advantage of all the expertise so that requires a lot less content, but that doesn't mean it requires, you know, you're not still providing content or doing some training or teaching as part of that guru-led mastermind. But it, one of the reasons I love masterminds is that it takes the pressure off of you as the guru content provider. Like if somebody said to me, like, Jay, create a high-end 12-month program, my first thought would be, oh my God, I, I can't come up with 12 months of content <laughs> and, and content creation is not my you know superpower. So it takes a lot of the pressure off of you to be brilliant every single meeting and have brand new brilliant content every time people get together because you're taking advantage of the group expertise, the group shared experience, the group collaboration and accountability. So the, the, the Napoleon Hill style mastermind is that kind of group think that, you know, that, that container for everyone to say, okay, here's where I'm at. I'm the, here's where I need help. Um, you know, any other ideas or brainstorming sessions, there is a, you know, a hybrid of some coaching and then some masterminding. So maybe it's coaching, for, you know, half the time and, and, you know, more of a mastermind slash hot seat idea for the other half. And then the one that I've seen also is more of a, like a retreat, almost like, like everyone gets to go and, and, you know, hang out at the beach or something like that. And you get to, maybe it's more of a networking mastermind. Is that fair? Yeah. 
Um, so first of all, you you described it well in the sense that there's kind of the the original true concept of the mastermind with the true group, and 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 hybrid is exactly the term I used for what ends up being most guru led uh, mastermind programs. It's a combination of kind of group coaching and masterminding, and and one of the things I try to teach my clients is that if you if you learn the true you know, you may not want to create that true mastermind of only, you know, eight or 14 people um, that might not fit your, you know, model. But if you take, if you learn the strategies and the protocols and the techniques in creating that type of mastermind, which is really about building relationships and you trickle those down into your group programs, thereby making it a hybrid, you're going to get so much more better implementation and, and transformation with your uh, clients and you you create stickiness. What I mean by that is imagine, you know, a question I often ask is, have you ever participated in some kind of a group coaching program? And at the end of the program, you still never met all of the other participants going through the program with you. So if you think about the key to masterminding and why their their work and create such magic, it's the relationship building. It's where you get to know people at really much deeper personal levels than just, you know, kind of the surface. Oh, I was in a breakout room with them and that kind of thing. Right. So if you intentionally you have a group program, say you want 20 people, 40 people in it. If you do things to intentionally create relationships within the group, the participants going through the program, you can do that with accountability pods. You can do that with breakout rooms. You can do that with, you know, um, th there's lots of different ways. But if you intentionally kind of create those relationships, then instead of a three-month group program, now you can have a six-month or a 12-month group program. Because one of the things I always say is, you know, you've created a great mastermind when at some point, might take four months, six months into it that people want to stay in the mastermind equally as much because of the relationships they formed with everyone in the group as, as much as their relationship to you as the right. guru they're paying to be in the group. Right. Right. <clears throat> because then you've got the, the, you've got a, you, you're building your tribe, right? Like you've got, you've got a, a, another, if you join a mastermind, you get another tribe that you can be, you know, connecting with. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Um, and so how does, how does like when, when in the business journey, like, do I need to be making, you know, 250,000 a year right now before I can even think of doing a mastermind? Like do like, what status do I need to be a guru? Like what, like when in, in the business, does it make sense to, to have a mastermind and, yeah. and does it need to, sorry, second question, does it need to be as an addition to a current business or could it stand alone? It can totally stand alone. Um, so it's a great question. And I can give you examples of people who started a mastermind with zero experience. They created, they found a bunch of other people in a similar situation where they were just starting out as a coach and they were hanging out in these networking groups with other people who weren't getting any traction because all they were doing is buying other people's courses and not getting any implementation. And they put together a little mastermind to say, hey, let's get together and help each other launch. And they created, you know, income from themselves as a brand new coach, knowing nothing right out of the gate. 
I also can give you examples of um, there's a there's a woman I use an example often that has a, a seven figure coaching business and she has no entry level products other than her fourteen thousand dollar a year mastermind. She doesn't have the fifteen hundred dollar course and yeah. then the you know two thousand dollar group program and then the you know she gets her beginning offer is the fourteen thousand dollar mastermind and she's built a seven figure coaching business. But to to, so those are examples, right? That, that's not necessarily a norm. So to answer your question, most people need to be at least at a point where you figured out what your expertise and secret sauce is, and you know how to deliver it to get results, which means you've got one-on-one -on -one clients that you've helped successfully. You maybe have a course, maybe that maybe you have developed that 1500 course and you're delivering that and selling it. So certainly it's best for people who aren't just coming out of the gate, trying to sort of figure out what their coaching business is going to be and, and that kind of thing. However, <laughs> um, like I run a three-day event. Uh, my next one is in mid-July, July 14 through 16. And part of what we do at that event is we invite people in who might just be in the beginning stages of thinking about this. And we walk you through, okay, what kind of program might you create and who might be the ideal clients for it? So we, you know, it's a three day of program. So it's obviously a lot more in depth than that. But one of the things I say is so many coaches I see out there struggle because they're just kind of going from one thing to another. They're, you know, this program, that program. Ooh, you know, I think I'll try a challenge. I think I'll try this. I think I'll try this strategy. And never with sort of an end goal in sight. And so to me, the end goal in sight that you want to have in mind is a high ticket program, a mastermind or hybrid version of it. And if you talk to like I, I every seven and eight figure coach I've ever spoken to tells me that 80% of their income comes from these high-end programs, yeah. these high-end masterminds, right? It doesn't appear that way to the public because we think they're selling, you know, there's thousands of people buying their course or their group coaching program, yeah. but really it comes from these, high, the, you know, the serious income comes from these high-end programs. So even if you're beginning or in the relative beginning state, if you sort of get this vision of the program that you can create down the road that's high end, you're going to have so much more clarity on how you get from point A to point B than if you just sort of keep, you know, without a strategy, keep rolling into this, this type of program, this type of strategy, that kind of thing. Yeah, I love that because I mean, one of the things that I, I hear all the time uh, from, especially from people that are getting their business going and trying to get that, you know, that consistent um, <clears throat> income in, into their their businesses, uh, they, they just kind of popcorn around from one strategy to the next. Like I'll try Facebook challenges and now I'll try, you know, the the whatever the next shiny object syndrome is. and without the strategy behind it, without the why, like why, like, you know, why, like, where are they going to go? Like after the challenge or after the, um, you know, the, the assessment or the quiz or whatever, where, where are you sending them and what's, what are the next steps? It's really hard to, to build anything. Cause you're just kind of popcorning everybody around, including yourself. And it's not, it's not going to be helpful. Um, so if you have that end in mind, if you have that, 
you know, at the end of the day, if I can get to a place where I can be delivering my zone of genius in a, you know, 25,000 or a 10,000, or I mean, heck, some, some of these masterminds are a hundred thousand dollars. Um, it, it's, it's really the sky's the limit on them. So in that, that just really kind of solidifies and gets you excited and, and gets you, you know, motivated to kind of connect the dots, I think, if you will. Yeah. One of, one of my, um, core things that I, um, teach in my programs and, and we work on this in that three-day event is the journey to know love and trust. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually to kind of figure out and map out the strategy of how you're going to move someone from no like and trust, which is when they get on your email list or they might, you know, uh, follow you on social media or maybe they read your book or something like that and move them on that spectrum to the no love and trust where, you know, the, the, where they're irrationally loyal to you. Right. The the example I give is that, you know, I want the people in my mastermind who, if I came out one day and said, okay, gang, spoke to speaking to my tribe, I'm going to start teaching yoga at 7.30 on Friday mornings, who's in? <laughs> and I want those people that are raising their hands, even though they know I know nothing about yoga and don't, you know want to get up at 7 30 in the morning be like hey if jay's doing it i'm in like because i want to be a bigger part of his tribe and i want any opportunity i can to get you know to work more closely together um and and so again sort of back to that earlier point is if you if you set your intention for that kind of irrational loyalty for what you want to create it's so much easier than to figure out, okay, well, how can I take somebody on that journey to that point where they want to hang out with me at that level? Yeah. I mean, I I think that the term I use is raving fans. You want those raving fans. Um, And not all of your ideal clients are going to be raving fans and that's okay. You know, like your, your mastermind is not going to be everyone that takes your $1,500 course. Like that, that's not the point at all. Um, So it's, it's really those people that are ready to take their journey further with you and, and kind of, it's all about just diving deeper, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's the beauty, that's to me, the beautiful thing about masterminds is that it's all about connection, right? If you think about the, you know, the, the term, you know, digital disconnection resonates with everyone that that was that was starting i don't know how long that's you know last what 15 years 10 years i don't know but then we had covid right yes. which really drove home to people no matter what their situation was during covid that it can be really lonely and the world there's a lot of isolation in the world people are striving that human connection more than ever i think and i also think it's one of the solutions to making this a better planet for all of us is to get back to those levels of those deeper human connections. And that's what you want to try to create in a mastermind. And and as I said, the more you move along that spectrum towards that, even if it's like a group coaching program, the better implementation and results for your clients that that you're going to have. Yeah. 
Love all of that. Um, and I have been at your three-day event and it is definitely worth um, the the time because folks, you get, you get, you get more than, than you could possibly imagine. So, um, so Jay, thank you for, for being with us. I think that you have a gift for my folks. I do. And it's right up your alley. I was going to say, you guys all know, I love me some of my assessments. Yeah. So I have an assessment, uh, the mastermindreadyscorecard.com. And basically what it does is it helps you identify where you are have strengths already in your business and with what you're doing and, and are creating that would apply to creating this high high ticket type of program, mastermind or hyper program, and where you have holes or gaps that you might want to fill in. So it takes a few minutes, you take the assessment, get a score result and uh, feedback in terms of you know, how well positioned you are uh, to answer your earlier question of, you know, am I ready to yeah. Uh, start a program like this. Awesome. So um, if you are are thinking that you're ready or want to know if you're if you're ready, I can tell you right now, if you're thinking about it, then you're probably ready. Take the um, the scorecard, um, the ready scorecard and find out more and then connect with Jay. Tell him Catherine sent you. He'll advise you well on on your way to that high ticket. And because I mean, to, like, let's all face it. 67 people versus nine people to get to six figures. I mean, that's, that's where it's at. So thank you, Jay. Thank you for being here. Um, and thank you all for tuning in to kickstart the conversation. We'll chat again next week. Bye. Well, that's it for today's episode of kickstart the conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful as we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kick-starting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.